0: This world needs you to show up and be exactly who you came here to be. And to trust that that is more than enough. I'm Kim Banks, nutrition and lifestyle transformation coach. I'm the founder and CEO of Never Settle Lifestyle, a company created to guide you in the pursuit of becoming the best version of yourself through the complete wellness of your body, mind, and soul. I am here to journey along with you as you transform your life and no longer settle for less than what you are truly capable of. I'll show you how to finally take a stand for maintaining your life balance while performing at an elite level with grace and ease. I'll share with you the methodology of habit and change psychology that has changed my life and the lives of so many others. Together we'll commit to the relentless pursuit of progress, all the while not taking life too seriously. Here, we revolutionize your resilience as you begin to get comfortable with adversity. Welcome to the Never Settle Lifestyle podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Never Settle Life podcast. I'm going to have to be honest for a second. This is now the fourth time I'm trying to record this podcast. I recorded it Saturday. Um, I tried to record it a couple more times today. I think I know what's going on with my computer, but I can't confirm. I'm not sure. Mercury's in retrograde. I'm going to give it a go one more time. If it works, fan-freaking-tastic. If it doesn't, I'm sorry, you guys, like it's just gonna be lost in the abyss forever. (laughs) And maybe the message wasn't meant to get to you all. All right, so let's talk about becoming unbothered, okay? And why this is so important when it comes to reaching your goals. So I had a moment a couple of weeks ago, and we had written all of our goals up at the gym, we have a whiteboard. And so there's a bunch of people that have gone and written their goals up. And truth be told, you guys, I was sitting there kind of judging myself a little bit. So most of my goals entail a lot of growth personally and with my business. And I have one specific fitness goal. I do have some other smaller ones in the background and to it goes kind of I feel like without being said to uphold what I've built as far as my fitness and nutrition and adding to it, but it's not like what is taking the spotlight in my life right now. So I was kind of judging myself because I had stepped back and I realized maybe with the exception of one other person that I was the only person that didn't solely have fitness related goals. And I kind of started comparing myself. And I was like, Oh, no, like, you know, should I change this? And I kind of started questioning myself. And then I reminded myself (laughs) why I do what I do. And I was like, No, 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 you know what, there's intention behind this. Like, reminder, I don't have to do what everyone else is doing. And I truly think that it's allowed me to become who I am for that reason and it's kind of been a blessing in the past couple of years especially you know being in quarantine and you're not face to face with people you kind of um, get to focus on what matters most to you without the I guess social input from everyone around you whether it's intentional to take that in or not right and it's helped me really understand, like, okay, where am I going with my life? Like, what am I after? What am I trying to create, et cetera? Like, what is it that I want to be doing? And I, I mean, if you guys know me, I have spent the last 10 years building my fitness and my nutrition and my habits and ulti- ultimately my self-awareness and who I am, mental health, et cetera. And now I get to focus on a little bit more of the practical, tangible things you know what i mean um etc <laughs> so i wanted to just create a reminder for you all that you do not have to be doing what everyone else is fucking doing okay now i want to tie this in a little bit with social media it is so easy you guys to compare ourselves to everybody else's highlight reel to compare ourselves with what someone else is doing that's in a similar either line of work or it's somebody that you want to be like or just people within your circle or your community you know what I mean so I want To give you permission to no longer give a fuck about what anybody else is doing. In fact, if you haven't read the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, um, Mark Manson, I think, is the author. If you have not read that book, give it a go. It is so helpful and so good. And it's really going to help you release the reins about um, what everybody else is thinking. Because here's what I have discovered, and this pertains to myself included. We base so much of what we do in our life on what we think it is we should be doing. And that should is based on our past conditioning, be it from upbringing, siblings, parents, caretakers, friends, whatever, and just social situations around us so whether that's in person or um you know online and it's so funny to me I, like i mean truth be told i've kind of always prided myself on being a little bit of an oddball i'm kind of i don't know i'm just i kind of just march to the beat of my own drum i always have and but that doesn't mean that i haven't cared what people think i i very much so spent a lot of my life doing so and it took a long time to gather the self-confidence and seeing the benefit of just going my own way um so when it comes to social media something that i have found to be extremely helpful and this goes for in-person relationships alike Is curating, first of all, who has access to you and who you have access to. So here are some questions that I like to ask when I'm consuming someone else's content or, you know, observing someone else's life or what have you. Some things that I think of are is this serving me? Is this encouraging me? Is this inspiring me? Does this light me up and do I get joy or fulfillment or just simply a kick out of what I'm observing? Or does it bring my energy down? Does it make me angry? Does it make me judge myself? Does it make me judge the person that I'm looking at? Is it stealing my energy? So you guys, I literally have this sticky note. I'm looking at it right now. It's stuck to my wall behind my desk. It says... What is stealing your mental and physical energy? So I want you to think about the relationships. It could be your job. It could be, I mean, really, it could be absolutely anything. What is stealing your mental and physical energy? And I want you to create either complete barriers or... Proximity to those things in your life. So, like, for example, let's say you have a friend and it's like, I don't really want to cut them off, but I don't really want to be as close to them as I have been just for whatever reason. Make them a proximity friend, you know, give them a certain amount of access to you, only hang out with them a certain amount. And the same can go true, you know, hold true with family or any other sort of thing that just is no longer lighting you up. You know what I mean? On that same note, I should say like there are simply responsibilities and things that we just have to do that aren't going to uh, <laughs> absolutely light us up. So, you know, chores, et cetera, whatever that thing is for you. And that's, that's just life. So, um, I want you to begin to curate your feed. I want you to do a mass unfollow like really think about what it is that makes you feel guilty or has you get stuck in that comparison, okay? Now, I want to shift gears a little bit because on on the other side of the coin, we can't put ourselves in a fucking echo chamber either. We can't only want to see the things that we want to see and then get offended when we see something that we don't agree with, okay? Okay completely different podcast, but I think that this is a big issue in society right now. Like people are having a very hard time disagreeing with each other and still having compassion for one another. I will shelf that there. (laughs) Um, If you are interested in me talking more about that, let me know. And I totally will. Um, So this, this comes with a dichotomy. It comes with creating boundaries, but also not becoming an asshole and sequestering yourself to your own little corner and only staying there and only, you know, treating people the way that you want to treat them because you want to treat them that way, you know, not taking care of things that you're responsible for, not taking ownership and accountability for things that matter that you know, maybe don't light you up so much, but it's something that's necessary to make your life harmonious. So think of it this way, like, I I know I talk a lot about creating your ideal life and living your best life possible. You guys, none of us are immune to hard times. None of us are immune to having a bad day. So essentially, what I'm getting at is we're looking for harmony, we're looking for negative and positive that's balanced. And when the negative happens, we're able to be resilient, handle it, learn the lesson from it, and move forward with grace, right? So that's just understanding that like, you have to understand this is part of the journey. And especially when you're in heavy pursuit of big goals of, you know, you want to achieve big things or maybe even not such big things. Like maybe it's just certain little goals that you want to achieve. Like there are going to be huge ups and huge downs. And that's part of the journey. The sooner you can realize that the sooner that you can accept that, the more you're going to relax and the better time you're going to have. So stop judging yourself. Okay. Now, This is important too, to get really clear about what you want. So understand, like, what is it that you value? Maybe you have no idea, like, what you want out of this life or what your goals are or your trajectory. Maybe you feel kind of lost, like, that's not abnormal. So to help you understand and get clear about how, you know, what your ideal life might look like, think about what it is that you value, right? So for me, basically the biggest thing that I want to focus on is authenticity and longevity. Okay, so longevity with my life, taking really good care of myself so that way I can have a very good quality of life at an old age. Okay, so basically... Those are the things that are the most important to me. And the authenticity side of it, its it has to do with personal integrity. So what I mean by that is keeping my own promises that I make to myself. Am I perfect at it? Hell no. That's why it's one of actually one of the things that I value and I want to like challenge myself with. And it's it's like a, a thing that comes up for me quite often because I know If I can get good at keeping the promise of going to bed, let's say at 10 p.m., that means that I get to wake up at 6 a.m. and I get to hit an early morning workout and then I get to have more time in my day to do whatever it is I need to do. So you see how that plays out. And there are these little pre-habits that come with the bigger habits that help us act on what it is that we value. And like you guys, things are not going to always go our way. We're not going to always be acting on what we value. Like we're going to have to be interdependent. So I want to kind of talk about this for a second. So think of this as a spectrum, right? Think of this on a spectrum. And on one side, we have codependence. We have, you know, if you've ever been a people pleaser, or you know someone that's like that, and they Only operate or mostly operate from a place of, well, what would everybody else do? What would make everybody else happy? And they have this ultimately self-sacrificial quality to them that at the end of the day is only hurting them, right? Like they're not actually able to live authentically and within their own value system. And they, these are the people that you see that are older and they never got to do what they wanted to do and they have huge regrets. Now, I think our current generations have so much more um, freedom to act on these things than past generations, right? Like back in the 50s, there were heavy expectations on certain people depending on your upbringing, your religious affiliation, um, you know, family, your gender role, like, etc. Right. And, And then we still have some of that depending on your environment and your past upbringing and your conditioning for the individual. So it's something that we have to take a good hard look at. As in, okay, what's no longer serving us? Are we too caught up in creating our life from a place of what it should look like and then we look back and we already have regret and we're 35 (laughs) because we're not married and don't have kids like come on you guys (laughs) it's silly right so then there's the other side of it that is hyper independence there's the other end of the spectrum where it's like there's this now selfish side of things because I think our past generations were so heavily oppressed in such a way and like had such heavy expectations that now these newer generations are rebelling so far that it's like, they can't even work well with other people. Like people are really selfish to some, in some regard, depending on the person in the circumstance. And so now we kind of see this like toxic independence popping up of like, you know, for example, saying that, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with you on Friday. And then it's 30 minutes before you're supposed to hang out with your friend. And you're like, I'm just really not I just really don't feel like it. And so you let them know, like, hey, I just need to put up some boundaries, I need to protect my energy. And it's kind of just a cop out. And you're kind of just being selfish. And, you know, you're breaking a commitment. Right. So it's this like, I've seen people kind of use it in a way that kind of just breeds this selfishness. Whereas like, and you guys like this comes up, maybe you've had a long week, you're exhausted and you're like, Hey man, I just need a rain check. Like, let's hang out another time. Like I get that. That happens too. But I'm talking about the people that chronically do this. They, they always seem inconvenienced with when someone needs something. Um, you know, but they want things to go their way, so to speak. So in the middle of this spectrum is interdependence. You know, it's acting on your responsibilities and being in a symbiotic relationship with others, being a team player, trying to work well with others, while still putting some boundaries up. You know, if you don't have the time or energy for certain things or you know, there are certain people you have to have some proximity from, like you put those boundaries up, you know, and it's necessary. And then but not being so, uh, I guess, such a doormat that you don't even have any boundaries. So it's that nice place in the middle. It's knowing when to step on the gas, when to step on the brake and how to navigate your life in that way this all starts with self-awareness, you guys. This is why the deep inner work is so important. And I mean, here's the thing too, like you don't always have to be working on yourself, but it's, it's important to know yourself, to know why you do the things you do, your past conditioning, your upbringing, etc. Because it's going to empower you. And then from there, you get to take extreme ownership of what's working and what's no longer working and you can act from there okay so i'll end this whole thing with stop comparing yourself stop feeling like you're a failure because it should look a certain way okay stop looking over your fucking shoulder and seeing what everybody else is doing i've shared this before but i had a track coach And I was running the 400 meter run Um, and I was in the last stretch. I was ahead. I must have turned around because as soon as I uh, crossed the finish line and to be honest, I don't even remember like what place I got, but all I remember is my coach screaming at me. He was like, don't ever turn around to look and see what the person in the lane next to you is doing. Do not ever turn around? And the reason being is that it slows down your momentum of where you're trying to go. You totally throw off your balance, and like people will pass you up super fast. So don't fucking worry about what anybody else is doing. Literally stay in your lane, focus on what's in front of you, and go from there. So I hope this helped you so much. <laughs> I hope this podcast saves and I hope you get something out of it. Please let me know what you think. Leave a comment on my latest Instagram post. Please send me a direct message. Like I want to know what you guys want to hear more of and um, what resonated with you the most. I hope you have an awesome day. I will talk to you all very soon. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Never Set Life podcast. I would love to have your rating and review. So let me know how you liked it. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend and someone that would enjoy it as well. Let me know what you would want to hear more of. Send me a comment in my latest Instagram post at never settle life on Instagram. Until next time, I'm Coach Kim. I'll talk to you soon. Have you ever found there's something inside of you, and and it just knows, it knows where you're going, and you're so busy doubting yourself, and you're so busy being afraid of your own magnificence,